just get myself prepared. Do the vocal warm-ups. Ma, ma, brrr. Am I definitely recording? Yes, I am. She said it. So I said <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Panic. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm Sister Alaska. And I'm Sister Babushka. Completed after nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> the show where we pour a cup of piping hot tea and maybe also a little bit of holy water. <laughs> Tasty holy water. <laughs> and we utter whatever nonsense pops into our heads. Clearly, this is basically... A laid-back chat amongst very good friends here in the cathedral. And we release a brand new episode once a month, every month, on the first of the month. So make sure you like and subscribe and hit the bell notification so you're notified of the next episode when it drops. Ding-a-ling-a-ling! And it's a podcast! (laughs) My God, if they've not gotten that by now, I don't know how we could possibly help them. It's a fucking podcast! You can listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on like most directories at this point. So go forth and, and listen to your heart's content. You can even find us on our own website or on our social media. So just check them out there as well. Links to our social medias and our website and everything else will be down in the description below. Yes, I suppose we should also mention that we do now have a Ko-Fi, so if people do enjoy the episodes, either by watching or listening to whatever nonsense we get up to, they can also, if they feel generous enough, leave us a donation of whatever they feel is appropriate for the hilarity and joy that we bring you. (laughs) Don't feel pressured, though, but we give you a lot. Is that Ko-Fi like Wiffy? Look, right? (laughs) (laughs) I've had five gin and tonics and I'm doing the six. Leave me alone. (laughs) In which case, sister, before we even buy too much of the holy wine, shall we tell them what we're doing today? <laughs> so today we have been carting crates of condoms out of number 10 because our good friend Joan has had to leave her house today. The people have voted out Joan. She, she's not best pleased and we're having to find a place to stash like a thousand and ten condoms right now in my little house. But, you know... Anything for Sister Joan. I'll put her up until she can find a new place to go. But will we ever see her again? I don't think we could really keep Sister Joan out of the public limelight for long. She's given a very non-committal answer, hasn't she? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she did say hasta la vista, and we all know, like, what happens in that film. She'll be back, baby. (laughs) But first, she's got to go pack. (laughs) Today, we're not going to talk about Joan anymore. Today, we're going to focus on some other nuns for a change. No, not us, not us. Focus is always an us, darling. We're just going to bring on some other nuns. <laughs> other, other nuns. Uh, other, other nuns matter more than us? <laughs> well, you see, we come from a long line of nuns. There have been many nuns throughout history. Some have been more interesting than others. <laughs> And some have indeed been none the wiser about any of the things they get up to. So you mentioned other, other nuns then that are not us. But what kind of nuns are we talking here? So we have been scouring the archives 
deep in the basements of our beautiful cathedral here. And we have turned up some very interesting nun stories. And so today we would like to share stories of a couple of different other convents and some of the weird batshit stuff they got up to. Well, I can't wait to hear some of these tales from the crypt. And I hereby dub this episode Medieval Nuns Gone Wild. (laughs) Those crazy medieval nuns, though. They're like the OG nuns. (laughs) We learn from the best. (laughs) Is that learning what to do or what not to do, I wonder? Both. (laughs) Shall we then start with our very first medieval nun story? I mean, as long as you don't walk out on me again, yeah, that would be great. And may I just say, these are actually true stories. This is genuine history. This is not just us making stuff up. (laughs) Makes it so much better. Let us start by telling you about a truly baffling case of mass hysteria that gripped a secluded convent in France back in the Middle Ages. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Do you remember back in episode 13... We learned about how France tried to ban nuns by outlawing the wearing of their habit. I think we're about to find out why. (laughs) I think so too. (laughs) Well, it all began when one day, one nun began to meow like a cat. Meow! Bad you for that too. (laughs) Bitch! Oh, that was a throaty meow. Jeez. (laughs) had some good volume to it. Lovely timbre. <laughs> She's going to start meowing. You've got to, like, put some effort into it. <laughs> Cats, of course, were one of the number of animals that were closely associated with the devil back then, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> they actually had a really, really bad reputation across medieval Europe. They were associated with people like witches and heretics. And it was believed that the devil could actually transform himself into a black cat. And it's on a regular basis. (laughs) Even the devil has to deal with shedding fur all over his clothes. It's such a pain. (laughs) I wonder if that's why we have superstitions now about black cats coming across our paths. Do you know, I wonder that too, actually. (laughs) Um, But in Scotland, is it not supposed to be good luck rather than bad luck? Like, not really sure what that says about us, to be fair. (laughs) Really like a bit of dark magic here. Oh, I'm blinking and out of existence. See, you're already fucking with the cosmos. <laughs> bit of evil magic, that's that's what we like up here. <laughs> oh God, we're going to have the Church of England kicking down our doors soon. Find <laughs> <laughs> out Sister Joan. <laughs> Joan! There's <laughs> <Sister's> tribute. <laughs> She's the one you want, we swear. Oh... Now, hold on a second, Alaska, because this seems a bit bullshit. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure cats had a very important role to play back then in the days. You know, the days when Babushka was young, Middle Ages. I mean, they caught mice and rats, which would have otherwise been a much more fucking pest for everyone to deal with. That's true. And I'm sure your memories of those days are far better than a young nun like mine. True. However... <laughs> Medieval writers seem to have found even this sort of activity, like, really negative. Uh, They would compare the way cats caught mice with the way the devil would catch souls. There's this 15th century English writer called William Caxton. I think that's how you say his name anyway. 
don't shoot me if it's wrong. <laughs> he wrote uh, a line that said, the devil playeth oft with the sinner, like the cat doth with the mouse. Mouse? You think it? he wrote it as moose? <laughs> I mean, there is a moose loose about this hoose. <laughs> Until the cat snatcheth the moose. Oh, I imagine it to be more like when Dragax snatch wigs. Or when drunk bands snatch our veils. <laughs> Yoink! Witches were said to be able to shapeshift into cats too. Um, and apparently Pope Innocent VIII declared in 1484 that the cat was the devil's favourite animal and the idol of all witches. Oh, yeah! Witches' cats are all black, traditionally, aren't they? Like devil cats. Do you know any devil cats? Well, I do have a devil of a cat, but <laughs> I don't think he is the devil's cat, unfortunately. <laughs> I did I did once come across a cat that I might genuinely call a devil cat. Not really? Be. Yeah, it was um so my very first job was working in a cattery, and they had one regular visitor who would come to stay called Pudding. Oh long haired white cat called Pudding. Oh, he was the most evil, vicious son of a bitch I've ever met. We were we were banned from going into his area, and if he was awake, he sent every single member of staff to hospital, apart from me. I escaped by climbing over a wall. (laughs) What the fuck? I thought I was safe because he was asleep. So I went in to quickly, like, you know, scoop litter, put in some foods, turned around, and there he's standing. <sighs> oh, big, get the claws out. And I'm pinned against this wall. <laughs> yep, never, never had a devil cat like that before. But he was not black, interestingly. My previous black cat, before she passed away, God rest her soul in hell, um, <laughs> she would be quiet throughout the day. She'd be quiet, like, unless she was playing with daddy, in which case she'd maybe purr a little. But almost every night, three in the morning, you just hear her in the living room, chittering, not meowing, not like at questioning anything, but Honest to God, like chittering, like and it felt like she was maybe speaking in Latin to whatever was in the living room with her. Your black cat used to speak in tongues in the middle of the night in the dark. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean <laughs> I was safe because I was her favourite, so I knew I was gonna be okay. I think we're just gonna Slide on by. <laughs> Swipe left. <laughs> Bless your wee kissy. <laughs> she was an odd soul. They're the best ones. <laughs> <laughs> Not all medieval Europeans hated cats, though, because there's many accounts of cats being kept as pets, including by fabulous nuns. <gasps> nuns? With cats? <laughs> True. Actually, yeah, I do have cats, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you still have cats? I do indeed have a fabulous big pussy at home. <laughs> Is it black? <laughs> I mean, he's black and white, but his, his previous sister was all black. 
glad to see we're keeping up with the tradition of nuns and witches having black cats. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Back to the story. One day, a medieval French nun started meowing. You'd think it would only take like a couple of meows before the other nuns are like, excuse me, sister, would you kindly like cut us out the shit? But no! <laughs> Instead, the other nun joined in. I mean, I'd probably do the fucking same. <laughs> and then another, and another, until suddenly we have a whole convent of meowing nuns. And if you thought one meowing nun was bad... <laughs> Chorus of caterwauling nuns! Eventually, though, they did stop meowing and they went back about their normal business. But... This was not a one-time thing. <laughs> because the next day, at the same time, they started meowing again. Oh, for fuck's sake, again? <laughs> yep. And again, after a while, they stopped and they went back to normal. And then the day after that, same place, same time, they came together and started meowing once more. <laughs> so... <laughs> What what seems like a joke at first happened every day at the same time, repeatedly. Uh, yes, it did. <laughs> it basically became integrated into their daily lives. Like every day at the same time, they would congregate and they would just start meowing together. And their cat choruses started getting longer and longer and longer until eventually they would just meow at each other's faces for literally hours at a time every single day. <laughs> Do you think they were trying to communicate something through their meows to each other? Maybe they were trying to conduct their nunly business through meows. We could, we could try it. Meow. Well, I think maybe we should do a little bit of praying then through our meows. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, meow. Meow. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Amazing. I'm pretty sure there's actually an Alexa skill for this these days. <laughs> and I'm, I'm being dead serious. I wonder if I can get it to work from here. I don't know if it will pick it up. Alexa. Meow. Does it come across? No. Alexa, volume up. <laughs> Meow! Meow! Meow? Meow? This is how it starts. No, Alexa. No. Okay, Alexa, stop! If you don't believe me, if you have one, try it. Just say her name and meow. And see what she does. It's great. I love it. It keeps me agitated for hours at a time. If only the nuns had an Alexa. <laughs> so, what happened to this convent of meowing nuns then? Their neighbours complained. I mean, I mean, fair point, but did they not maybe realise it was just a force of habit at that point? <laughs> yes, very good, very good. <laughs> Unfortunately, the neighbours didn't really find it so funny. <laughs> Apparently, the entire surrounding neighbourhood could hear them meowing for hours every day. <laughs> I 
I think it was a pretty big convent too, so they would have been quite loud. And eventually the neighbours just got kind of pissed about it. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, if if you're stuck in medieval Europe, it's a pretty shitty time anyway. And to have your neighbours consistently meowing all the time at a certain time, and there's maybe 10 or 20 of them doing it very loudly, and I bet some of them were off-key. I'd fucking moan too. I'd probably throw a shoe at them to try and get them to shut the fuck up. (laughs) They did a bit more than that. I think, I mean, I assume they must have called the police in, but the police clearly didn't feel able to handle the situation (laughs) because ultimately they had to bring in the army to handle it. (laughs) Oh, how, 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 how do you handle a convent of meowing nuns? How, How does one go about that? I mean, like, it's the Middle Ages. Come on. How do you think they dealt with it? With whipping and beating, naturally. (laughs) I don't know if that's much of a punishment. That just sounds kinky to me. (laughs) The soldiers basically turned up with these great big canes and they chased these meowing nuns around their own convent, whipping them until they promised to stop fucking meowing. (laughs) I really hope that the whip they were using was a cat o' nine tails. <laughs> that would <be> perfect. <laughs> I mean, with all the whipping going on and all the chasing and all the complaining, did anyone ever actually find out what the fuck was happening and what started it? Not really. <laughs> Historians claim that it was a rare case of mass hysteria. But no one can offer any actual explanations on, like, what really caused it or why they decided to meow like cats of all things. <laughs> Maybe they were just bored. I mean, that seems totally possible. Although, that means they got quite a harsh punishment for just having a bit of a laugh while they worked. I'll say. But, again, it depends on which ones really felt punished and which were having a good time. <laughs> Serious point, we do have to remember that this is back in the days when young women were often forced into convent life by their families, and many of them really didn't want to be there. Like, genuinely, their reality was actually really difficult. Um, It was quite a numbing lifestyle, and, uh, you know, they were committed to living in poverty and celibacy. And there wasn't necessarily much joy to be had. I mean, for all we know, it was their way of rebelling. Yeah. That does sound like a tough life lifestyle compared to what we've got now as part of the order of perpetual indulgence, where we're all about being joyful and spreading happiness. And so, yeah, compared to what we have now with our queer drag selves as nuns, um, their lifestyle does seem a little bit more harsh and uninviting by comparison. So I can understand the, the need for a couple of meows to brighten up the day. I think they could have done with a little bit more drag in their lives. <laughs> Maybe it would have stopped the meowing, who knows? <laughs> I think I just would have increased it. I do meow quite a lot. <laughs> Either way, the case of the meowing nuns was most likely interpreted as a case of demonic possession by the church at the time. And people really believed in this stuff, like properly believed in it wholeheartedly. It's possible that the nuns in their hysteria genuinely believed they were actually being possessed. And so it just became like a self-fulfilling thing. Oh, so they just would have totally believed then that they were possessed by a cat demon who at a certain time every day would make them all just meow. 
yeah, it's possible. <laughs> However, I personally think that the fact that the outbreak of cat sounds came to such an abrupt end and the sisters simply promised to stop suggests that it was at least partially a voluntary act of rebellion on their part. So it's interesting because that story about the nuns that are cats was not the only incident where nuns were afflicted with peculiar behaviour, you know. Hmm. <laughs> Sounds like you have your own story to tell, Babushka. Oh, I do indeed. <laughs> you see, sometime in the 1400s, a German physician called Jerome Cardin was summoned to a convent in response to another bizarre nun situation. Let's be honest, though, it can't possibly be any worse than the crazy cat nuns. Oh, but it can. <laughs> and like the cat nuns, it started with just one nun who was acting distinctly unnunlike. <laughs> okay, okay, let me guess, let me guess. Did she... She denounced the word of God and started her own religion in which she was to be worshipped. No, but good guess. Try again. She she had a secret side hustle as a strippergram and they caught her on the job. That's my secret. So no, <laughs> that's not it either. Oops. <laughs> Cat's out the bag now. Meow. <laughs> um, she was rampaging around the convent pretending to be T-Rex. Quite close. She started biting her fellow nuns. <laughs> oh, sake. <laughs> biting. Um... <laughs> Can you imagine being the doctor who got called out for that job? I walked through the door because Sister Senga was under the weather and instead was faced with some crazed nun running around biting everyone. I would just nope straight out of there. And it gets better than that because rather than turn the other cheek as we are taught to do sometimes, they started biting back as well. I feel like if you turn the other cheek, your cheek's just going to get bitten. Some cheeks might like that, but <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like it happened as part of a non-on-non-cat bite. <laughs> they got some tips out of the other convent and decided to just start. <laughs> She's obviously been visiting those fucking French nuns. That is the only explanation. <laughs> and just like the French cat nuns, her odd behaviour quickly spread throughout the nunnery. Honestly, I'm not really surprised. Like, if you bit me, I'm pretty sure I'm going to consider biting you back. Oh, my. Just an FYI. Lol. YOLO. OMG. Sorry, it should be Yobo. You only bite once. <laughs> yes. I think they may have bit more than once for what you're saying, though. Depends on how you're biting and where. Well, Alaska... That might have made sense if it had only affected the one convent. But <laughs> this is where it gets even better. The phenomenon... <laughs> the phenomenon didn't stop there. Soon, numerous other convents started experiencing the exact same biting problem. I'm not going to lie, this is starting to sound like the weirdest kind of plague ever. <laughs> 
I mean, I might take it over the Rona, just saying. (laughs) (laughs) It's at least a bit more fun. (laughs) So, our good friend, Dr. Carden, the attending physician from those that don't remember from five minutes ago in the script, wrote that this biting mania among the nuns, because it's now a mania, not just a weird little coincidence. It's all the rage back in the day. (laughs) Started passing from convent to convent. It soon spread throughout a great part of Germany and then to nunneries in Holland and eventually even far down south as Rome. Uh, you have to love it, don't you? Can you imagine how they would have reacted by the time it got to And I'm guessing like there was, like the French nuns, there was no clear explanation for why this was happening. Bingo! <laughs> and according to reports at the time, the biting eventually ceased due to, get this, None exhaustion. My God. <laughs> Exhausted. So this isn't like just a bit of tender nibbling on the ear, on the boob. <laughs> this is like full on frantic biting each other in a frenzy. Like, why are these nuns, these godly women, why are they acting in such an ungodly manner? <laughs> so another of our German friends, a theologian called Johann Jacob Zimmermann, in the late 1600s, suggested that the strange behaviour was the result of the nuns being kept in relative solitude. And because they were women. Wait, I'm sorry, did he really just say them women be crazy? <laughs> Could bite him! <laughs> I mean, that'll involve some digging and I don't think you'll feel it. And, you know, so it's maybe not worth it now. But yeah, basically... That's <laughs> I'm just trying to save you a charge of, like, desecration of graves. Sorry for trying to help. Take away the fun, Babushka! It's fine. I'm sure there's other members of the patriarchy that are still kicking that you can bite. (laughs) But yes, basically, he thought that women were more likely to be affected by the stress of their environment, and it led them to indulge in fantastic affection. Did it now? (laughs) Did it I? (laughs) I reckon his chauvinistic views would have earned him... More than a few bites and scratches today. What an arse. <laughs> Agree. I think if he'd actually been in the convent with the nuns, they probably would have bitten him to fucking death with his chauvinistic views. <laughs> but subsequent researchers have agreed that the stressors peculiar to the life of a nun were indeed a contributing factor to the biting craze. I can confirm that nun life is rather peculiar, yes. Maybe it's just the occasional nun that's been peculiar. <laughs> I withhold my comments. And they also think that perhaps the lesser valued role of women in that society was the straw that broke the camel's fucking back. Seems legit. (laughs) I think really the bizarre behaviour in both of these cases has a lot to do with the intense belief in the supernatural that people had during this period in history. I have come across stories where people... If, if you just muttered under your breath how much you hate your neighbour and then they happened to drop dead of a heart attack the next day, you were branded as a witch. You were tried, done and killed. <laughs> and everyone and their granny is going to testify at your trial that one time that they saw you pet a cat down the street and you must be colluding with the devil as a result. Those were the times that they lived in. <laughs> I really did pick the wrong episode to take my makeup inspiration from a fictional witch on a TV show, didn't I? Fuck. Perfect. <laughs> Perfection. <laughs> well, I think another fact is that so many of the women 
had been forced into these convents, as you'd mentioned, Alaska, also by their families. And so they're forced to live a lifestyle that demanded celibacy, poverty, hard manual labour, often in the hope that they would pray for the souls of their parents and siblings. If my family did that to me, I would probably pray for their souls. But it's not going to be for anything that they like to happen to them. Just saying. (laughs) I think I'd be the same. (laughs) I guess it's not really that surprising then that nuns find themselves particularly susceptible to episodes of a little bit of hysteria, shall we say? Whatever reason for the nuns' hysteria, these cases really did cause a lot of concern throughout Europe, especially when incidents spread from convent to convent. Can you imagine the panic? (laughs) I mean, that is pretty impressive that really just spreading the latest craze that you've got going on in your convent throughout Germany, France, Italy, Holland... I mean, my God, it's more popular than flossing. Maybe maybe there's something there for you to try and aspire to Alaska and actually contribute something to our sisterhood. Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, quite, yes. Religious leaders holding special masses just for you. Instructions for everyone across Europe to pray for your souls. It's like the medieval equivalent of going viral is, of course, something I aspire to and have already achieved. Well, then, if we've already achieved that, I think we should go to the next step in what happened, which is turning to an exorcism. <laughs> Clearly, that's what's happening to me today. <laughs> I'm fighting against it, but they keep trying to exorcise me. <laughs> <laughs> this nun don't exorcise. And I'm going to guess none of this worked. <laughs> Shocking, shocking, isn't it? I guess that's why the civil authorities opted for decidedly less spiritual remedies most of the time. You know, things like flogging, dunking in water, threats from imprisonment, death, the usual. I mean, whatever they did at the end, it all, it did work, because I've not heard of any further biting or meowing outbreaks in the last couple of centuries. Meow? I mean, huzzah! (laughs) At the end of the day, No matter what caused the mass hysteria in these cases, it appears like these nuns finally kicked the habit. Ah, ended on a good nun pun. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) Yay! We told a story. (laughs) We told two stories! Hooray! Fuck, it's spreading again! I wonder if we can spread it to the other convents. I mean, I'm all up for either spreading meowing or doing a little bit of biting. Consensually, of course. Is this us preparing for the cold winter months now that we're wrapping up? We are indeed getting to that time of year. It's a bit drafty in our convents. Don't have any curtains, as you can see. We've been living a life of poverty. (laughs) I've got the curtains here in the vestibule. You should join me back here. They're in the vestry. (laughs) To the vestry, everyone. (laughs) Where we show meow like nuns. I mean, like cats. What? I didn't. (laughs) There might even be a little bit of biting. Promise, sister. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, we've been having far too much fun with these stories. 
they are, I mean, they're really fascinating bits of history. The fact that this is true, that it really happens, just kind of blows my mind. <laughs> it is really funny to hear the type of viral trends that happened before social media and other things existed. And I really want to know how the biting spreaded from convent to convent. Who's telling people, let's start biting one another? What's going on? Maybe it was a viral trend. I mean, these days you just have kids holding their breath until they pass out. Back in the day, it was cool to just bite nuns. Only if you were also a nun. <laughs> People do weird things all the time. <laughs> I don't think we'll ever really know, like, what caused it all. Um, but that's what makes it so interesting, I suppose. There were other occasional cases of mass hysteria that did not involve nuns. Uh, there was one where people danced themselves to death. <laughs> I love that one. I find that so peculiarly brilliant. It's just, yeah, I've heard of that one. It's just fascinating. If I could only be here. It's just fascinating. I wonder what the next viral trend will be that's super weird and historians will talk about it centuries later. Maybe we could start it. Oh, the possibilities, Alaska? What should we do? Licking boobs? Oh, that's mm. not really weird. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I feel people have probably got that covered in some way already. Death drops, that's already been captured by people. Can't do that. My back wouldn't take it. <laughs> Suppose we'll have to think on this, Alaska, and come back to the audience and let them know what the viral craze is going to be. <laughs> yes. You'll, you'll think of it at two in the morning and you're just like, I've got it! Maybe we're already doing it and we just don't know. When I was at Pride yesterday, I spotted more than one white face and they were not nuns. And I know that some people think that may be attributed to a particular drag act. But really, I think we started it. Well, Alaska, I think it's been a lovely chat that we've had hearing these fabulous, yet weirdly interesting stories. But I think we'll have to call it a day for the stories and start telling people what we're going to look at next time yes next month of course is november which is when we have trans day of remembrance and so in order to honor our trans siblings we wanted to do an episode focusing on trans identities but to keep it a bit more upbeat we wanted to share some of the positive stories around being trans and coming out as trans we thought because it's quite a heavy end to November, we thought we'd brighten it by celebrating our trans siblings for the start of the month so that way to make it a bit easier for people. And to remind people that trans existence isn't all negative, as it can sometimes feel when we have these big, heavy events that remember those that have passed. But we also do have that such joy within those experiences of being trans. And I feel we also may have a guest or two appearing on the episode, which will be quite exciting for us. And no, it's not the series regular. It's going to be somebody different for a change. There is a lot of joy to be had. Cannot wait to find out who our guests will be. Until then... This is just a reminder that if you have enjoyed the episode and everything you've heard today, please like and subscribe to us. Ring the bell notification so you're alerted whenever videos come out. As well as remembering, you can get this as a podcast. Check out our social medias. Also check out our website where we have all our creative products together. And we do also have a Kofi or a Kofi. You can edit it however I say it correctly, Alaska. 
and all the links for all these things will be in the show notes down below as well. Does this mean <laughs> that we have done the thing? We've done the meow. The meow the thing. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 meow. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Utter Nonsense. We do hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed making it. If you did enjoy, please do subscribe as new episodes are released at the start of every month. And if you have the time and are so inclined, please do like and leave us a review on whatever platform that you are listening to this podcast on, as it really does help us reach new members out there. We do also have a Patreon that is now available, where if you subscribe to that, you can get behind-the-scenes bonus content and extra clips, all the extra nonsense that you could ever want. And if you can't wait until the next episode, we do recommend that you check out both of Sister Alaska and Sister Babushka's social medias and see what they're getting up to in between filming episodes of this utter nonsense. And just a reminder, any views and opinions expressed by anyone on this show today are completely their own and are not made on behalf of anyone else or any other organisation and everything is meant in good faith and humour. So, hope you have a lovely rest of the day and thank you for listening and we'll catch you in the next episode of Utter Nonsense.